Welcome to the Wrestling With Your Calling podcast with Dr. Conrad Davies. This podcast is intended to help unleash potential at your burning bush. As your fellow traveler and coach, my part is to help activate, cultivate, and empower you on the journey. Good morning, friends. It's Dr. Conrad again. Uh, today is a day for Dr. Conrad's insights. I want to speak to you about something that could potentially change your life. And it's changing my life the more I get the revelation of it. So this will have a little bit of rawness to it. But I do want to establish a construct, a framework, a ideology, also a very practical concept of what I'm about to talk about. And when I say life-changing, I think there's something here that is often not seen as the answer to some of our issues in life. But I think there's what I'm about to share is an answer because it really just opened my eyes. The more I study it, the more I read about it, the more it convicts my own heart. Uh, this is a quite interesting um, plus convicting framework that I'm about to share with you. And I'm going to make some bold claims. Go wrestle with these claims. And of course, this is wrestling with your calling with Dr. Conrad. So I'm, I'm asking you to go wrestle. I'm not saying that everything I say is going to be absolutely correct, but I am asking you to do your due diligence to go study and to go really spend some time wrestling through what I'm about to share. I believe the answer to a lot of things in life is the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. And you may say, well, yeah, I know the scriptures. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge or the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But let's unpack that for a minute. That is true. True. Think about some of if you're in the Western worlds, most of your education was not always from the fear fear of the Lord. Most of your knowledge attainment may have not come from the fear of the Lord. Your knowledge attainment may have come from scientific postulations. It may have just come from the fear of your parents, the fear of people, what you heard through media, television, radio, wherever you heard, social medias. You may Your knowledge attainment may have come from the experiences of what you had growing up, and it was not necessarily established by the fear of the Lord. And so your knowledge may have come from, and then your wisdom may have come out of human constructs. The world system may have come out of fears that were not necessarily healthy fears. Something happened, pain was involved, and so you created a framework that now says, I'm not going to experience that pain again. So you may have created, wisdom may have been created from painful experiences that you wanted to protect or I wanted to protect. And so I'm in, I'm in this too. So bear with me when I use certain pronouns. So you and I and we, and it's, it's going to all mix. But when I was just processing things, I realized that, wow, this is really um, an answer. Fear of the Lord really is an answer for so many things. Let me use some scripture to justify that. And again, this might be a very raw podcast episode, but I'm wanting you to hear God's heart that has been communicated for thousands of years. But look of how the fear of the Lord has been communicated all throughout the scriptures. 
Let me give a quick context. The reason why I know some of this is that I remember doing a study about it some years back, and I just went through the scriptures, and I took the phrase, fear of the Lord, or phrases related to fear of God in some context. So I took the, I found the English word for fear, I looked for the Hebrew word, and then I traced the Hebrew word all throughout the Old Testament. And I found those places where that word for fear in Hebrew was connected to fear of the Yahweh or fear of the Lord. And there was different variations of it. And I kind of captured that scripture and I made a list. I just kind of did a copy paste and I made a list and I started just to meditate on those scriptures and say, oh, there are some insights here. And that's one way I do my studies. I'll take the English word, go to the sources that help me to know the Hebrew or the Greek word, and I'll trace the Hebrew or the Greek word. I won't trace the English word because culture and the connotation of the words and the way we translate may uh, misconstrue things. And so I'd rather take the Hebrew word or the Greek word and trace that as opposed to trace the English word. But anyways, I want to give you some context there. But here's one thing, um, uh, practically. Here's how the prophecy about Jesus communicated in Isaiah 11. It talked about the Spirit of the Lord. It's a prophecy about Jesus, but it talks about how the Spirit of the Lord is going to rest on um, Jesus. He's going to walk in a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and might, a spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And it goes on to say, he will delight in the fear of the Lord. And so here's this idea of delighting in the fear of the Lord. It's going to be a joy, something that's going to be valued and embraced. And so this idea of delighting in the fear of the Lord is interesting. Consider Abraham's story in Genesis 22. Here's at the, he's been told to go sacrifice his son. At the very end, when the Lord is saying, do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. Here's what the Lord says about Abraham. He says, for now, I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son for me, from me. And here's the Lord even acknowledging to a human, Abram, Abraham, excuse me, at the time and saying, now I know you fear me. I know it. It's very clear. It's evident because practically you are about to kill your son. I think the book of Hebrews tells us that Abram, Abraham had been convinced in his own heart that God possibly can raise his son from the dead. And so he was just going to go forward and kill him, kill, kill the son, Isaac. But then here's the Lord saying, no, 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 this is my story. I am going to be the one who's going to kill my only son for humanity. You're not going to take the glory of a story that I'm establishing. So early on in the biblical narrative, we see in Genesis 22, the very beginning of the whole story God is telling to humanity. He's like, he already had in mind, I'm going to be killing my own son and he's going to be the ultimate sacrifice. And this whole book is going to tell a story about that. But he would not let Abram do it, Abraham do it. But Abraham still submitting to God and he was going to do it. He was going to do it. Talk about fear in the Lord. Um, there's prayers that David and Solomon and others would just kind of say, help us to fear you, Lord. Or the there be there be a, sort of this mindset of fearing the Lord that would be upon people groups. So practical thing. Uh, think about things like when the people of Israel were going into the Promised Land. The fear of the Lord would fall upon the people, and they would be shaking in their bones. 
locking up their cities, um, putting boundaries around things just to know that, oh gosh, the God of the Hebrews, the God of the Israelites, he is with them and we are scared. And the fear of the Lord, the scriptures would say the fear of the Lord fell upon them, fell upon them. Um, Joshua, in his context, he, he talks about Joshua 4. All the peoples of the earth will know that the Lord, the hand of the Lord is mighty. We will fear the Lord forever. Okay, think about the themes of what's being articulated here. And I'm, and I'm meditating on this too. So I want, I want you to begin to think about some things like I'm, I'm thinking about. And I'm thinking about the answer to our lives. If the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, Proverbs 1, if the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, we see in you know various places in Proverbs and in Psalm, David and Solomon both talk about how the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In Hebrew, those are two different constructs. Um, <clears throat> one, excuse me, <clears throat> two different constructs. Um, but the idea, though, is that it starts with the fear of the Lord. Um, consider what's, what's said in Samuel. It will be well with us if we fear the Lord and we serve him and we obey his voice and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord. And to think they're thinking about their well-being. They're thinking about what's going to be best for them if it starts with fear of the Lord. Um, there's, there's so much here, so much here. Second um, Kings, we f- there's a fear of the Lord. Deliver us out of the hands of our enemies. We fear the Lord. Um, there is... The fear of the Lord will be wisdom, according in Job. Um, consider this in Psalm 19. David, clean us with the fear of the Lord. Clean us forever with the fear of the Lord. This idea that the fear of the Lord is a cleanser. It can clean. And that's one thing I could say in my own world. If there's areas of new things I'm establishing, growing into, that areas of my past want to come into my present, and I'm finding myself now crying out to say, Lord, the cleaning May my anchor be the fear of the Lord. I want the fear of the Lord to rest upon me. I want the fear of the Lord to fall upon me. I want the fear of the Lord to be a cleanser of my life. I want to praise you because there is a fear of the Lord. Let me go a little further. Psalm 25. There's friendship of the Lord because we fear him. Friendship. I want to be God's friend. I know you want to be God's friend. And so in that journey of saying, it's the, is the fear of the Lord. Psalm 33. God's eye is on those who fear him. He's watching over. He's looking out for. He's faithful. God is faithful anyways. But to think when there's a fear of the Lord upon somebody, how much more will the Lord look out for us? Psalm 34, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. So God's here's reinforcement. Here's eyes upon us. He'll clean us with the fear of the Lord. We'll find ourselves aligned and obeying God's commands and precepts because of the fear of the Lord. He will deliver us. We um, Psalm 34 further goes on to say, we have no lack. We fear the Lord and there's no lack. Um, we can learn the fear of the Lord. Psalm 34 continues on with that. We can, he, we can be taught. We can learn it. So it's not something that just falls upon us or something that's just out there that we've got to go grasp. It, it, we can be taught. And when I say grasp, meaning that it's like, it's, it's that there's this thought of um, we have to go strive for it. No, we can ask. We can be taught. We can let the Lord um, give us the fear of the Lord. I believe we can pray for it. 
We could have it. We can ask him for deeper conviction to say, Lord, show me the fear of the Lord. Help me to change. Psalm 55 talks about that. Is that there's because there's not a there's not change. I think the way it says it is this. It's Psalm 55 and 19. Excuse me. God will give ear and humble them. He who is enthroned from of old. And here's what it says. Because they do not change and they do not fear God. In other words, there's this, there's context to this. You can go read the context. Psalm 55 is where this one is, but because they do not change and they do not fear God, there's this place of, if the fear of the Lord, we can see the inverse. If we're changing and it's changing towards the things God would have for us, we can infer that there's a potential increase of the fear of the Lord because there's a change. We're changing our behavior. We're changing our ways. We're changing the things that God doesn't like because we fear the Lord. And yes, most people get caught up in wrestling. Is it a literal fear or is it just healthy respect? Regardless, it's both. There's a fear out of a literal fear that says, I don't want to be outside of God's boundaries. I don't want to receive the the bad things that come from being outside of his commands, his precepts, his his ways, his decrees. I don't want the, there could be, there's a fear. I don't want to lose out on what the best God has for me. And I don't want God's wrath against me. I don't want his punishment against me. Um, though his wrath was satisfied in Jesus for eternal, in terms of eternal punishment and damnation. But there's still things that if we open the doors, the natural consequences that come from playing in a sin territory, the adversary's territory, that will naturally come. I want to be afraid of that. But then there's the respect. Respecting boundaries, respecting his way. So I think it's both and. We get so caught up in either or in our Western thinking, but I think it's both and. That we can um, both have a healthy respect for him and be literally afraid of being outside of his boundaries. Because he blesses those who fear him, both small and great. We can trust in him when we fear him. Because we fear him, we see that in Solomon talks about his steadfast love endures forever. Um, he fulfills our desires because of the fear of the Lord. Um, he takes pleasure in us when we fear him. And when we need knowledge and wisdom and understanding, it starts with the fear of the Lord. And let me share with you as an educator, and let me try to start landing the plane. I wanted to plant a seed this morning was my goal of all this. But this is one of my favorite scriptures that I meditate on regularly. It's Proverbs 9 and 10. Here's Solomon's wisdom. And he says this, and let me unpack that for a moment, then I'll I'll let you guys go for for today. It says, Proverbs 9 and 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding or it's insight. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Now in English, of course, we see two linking verbs in this proverb, the linking verb of which linking verbs connect is his first part says, then fear of the Lord. Just pause there. And then it says, is. That's the linking verb. Or I use a, almost like the equal sign. The fear of the Lord equals the beginning of wisdom. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord equals the beginning of wisdom. So imagine a math equation with me. Those of you that are not math people, I apologize, but go with me. So the fear of the Lord equals the beginning of knowledge, wisdom. If you want wisdom, it starts with the fear of the Lord. There's an equation here, if I can say it that way. And then it goes on. The second part says the knowledge of the Holy One is insight, is understanding. And so this idea of knowing the Holy One, knowing God, this is where our understanding and our insight comes from, equals. And so I say this because 
The fear of the Lord does so much. There's, again, cleaning. There's friendship. There's knowledge. There's wisdom. There's understanding. There's, um, there's a, in Proverbs 8, it talks about the hatred of evil. The fear of the Lord hates evil. And so when we have sin patterns or struggles or wrestles, a way for us to hate the fear of the Lord, increasing in the fear of the Lord and being learned in the fear of the Lord is going to cause us to want to cause us to hate evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate is hatred of evil. Our lives are prolonged with the fear of the Lord. Um, we have confidence. Our children will have a refuge. And these are just all scriptures I'm saying to you. This is not Conrad's insights here um, in the sense of I am, I have the knowledge and the wisdom of all this. This is the word of God I'm speaking to you. There's so many things that there's a fountain of life. We can turn away from snares of death because of the fear of the Lord. It's better It's better with the fear of the Lord than to have great tre- treasures. Um, it, it gives us instruction. Um, we, we can turn away from evil. It leads us to life and it, it uh, helps us to be satisfied. And I can go on and on and on and on and on. So my encouragement to you friends today is to begin to think about and I hope it sparks a seed of meditation for you as well about the power of the fear of the Lord and what the fear of the Lord will do for you. And I believe it is both a healthy respect, sure, and a literal fear to say, I don't want to be outside of God's boundaries. And this is where I've been meditating on. Um, and I realized that I've missed areas of my, in my areas of my life where I've not allowed the fear of the Lord to be present in those areas of my life. And here's what says, and I was, I was looking at it earlier. Let me end. Let me end. Ecclesiastes 12. Here's a, a backslidden Solomon, this wise man who received wisdom early in his life. Now, at the end of his days, after a lot of things, and he realized, and he's potentially backslidden. Here's what he says, the very last chapter of Ecclesiastes. He says, the whole duty of man is to fear God and to keep his commandments. So Solomon's wisdom is not missing. He's just looked through life and realized, man, there's a lot of pain and hurt and heartache and things that I got involved in that wasn't a good idea. And I made some bad decisions and I got connected with a lot of things I shouldn't have got connected with, but I got to see a lot and got to see it all, as backslidden Solomon may say. And he now concludes, the whole duty of man is to fear God and to keep his commandments. So friends, um, I think there's an answer here to all of our life's challenges, struggles, insights, wisdom, revelation, things we need. I think it all centers on, will you and I fear the Lord? Love you, friends. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. I hope this episode helped you learn more about your story and God's calling on your life. I also hope that you have been activated, cultivated, and empowered to become the ace you are called to be. Go and excel in the things you are called to do. Please subscribe to this podcast and become a monthly financial supporter of our podcast. If you haven't already, order a copy of Wrestling With Your Calling from our website, wrestlingwithyourcalling.com. Also, be on the lookout for new podcast episodes every week. On Tuesdays, there will be Dr. Conrad's insights on calling. And on Thursdays, you will hear new interviews from a variety of people who are wrestling with their calling. I hope you are encouraged today. Have a great rest of the day. Bye for now.